Hello, world. Thanks for getting down with us tonight. We'll be gentle, I swear. You sound like you're like Romeo from one of the uh, radio shows. Yeah. Like we're a late night radio show. That was that voice. I'm trying to mix Jazzy it up. Late night radio mm. voice. Mm. Uh, this is episode 43 of Digital Digital Get Down. That's right. It's been a few weeks. Yeah. Wait, we did one last week? Yeah. Did we? <laughs> Where are we? What day is it? Thanks for staying up to date. Thanks for listening, even if we don't know what episode we're on or where we are. Um, this is just a preface for this episode, a warning. Trigger warning. If you, not even a trigger warning. (laughs) If you enjoyed Avengers Infinity War, Infinity War. Yeah, just skip this one. Just skip this one. Give it a pass. We'll forgive you. You can catch up with us next week. Uh, you probably will not enjoy what I have to say. Yeah. So if you enjoyed the movie, if you don't want to hear someone talk for an hour about how much they didn't enjoy the movie, just give it a pass. We'll catch up with you next week. What did we talk about last week? Oh, our trip. We talked about right, ice skating. Right, so we yeah. did do one last week. Um, you wouldn't let me talk about Infinity War last week. No, I, I needed you to decompress. I was a li- It was a little too fresh. I have, I have a few positive things really since i had to dig deep for some of them but i've got a few positive things to say um i just need to say april was a rough month it was my worst reading month in the history of book digits at least since i've been tracking my reading i read zero books i started one book in early april and did not finish it until may i was saved by the way that the books are uh, counted in months in that I finished a book on like April 3rd oh. so that counted because otherwise I only read a sh- I read three one of them I finished like the April 3rd and mm. one of them was a novella it's contagious reading reading slumps they're dangerous so um, we've been both trying pretty hard to dig us ourselves out of the yeah. reading slump I just not enough to talk about today but soon soon we've mm. got a couple lined up um one that you've liked one that you did not like so far. Um, yeah. Um, and I just started Mark Oshiro, aka Mark Does Stuff, Mark Reads Stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just started his novel. Um, and I'm enjoying it so far. It's not quite what I expected in a good way. Good. Check it out on Book Digits. I just put the correct cover image oh, up. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So It's different than the cover you have, though. I have the... Um, Pre-order or something? The... What Paperback? No, like advanced, advanced reader, reader copy, copy. ARCs. I, yeah, I have the ARC. Mm. I like the other cover. I might have to buy a copy of it just to support him and get the the cover you put on is like the purple one, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I like that cover better, so I might have to get a copy of the real book just for that cover. And maybe he'll finally do a tour again, and I can. He's mm-hmm. doing a book tour, but it's not coming here because okay. Minnesota is not quite as bad as Australia for that, but it's not great. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. Yeah, click on your right profile. What website right. are you on right now? Maybe we should do our advertisement right, right now. Right now? You don't hmm. do ads at the beginning. People just tune out. Most people have ads at the beginning. Maybe we should have done it before I told people to stop listening. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why we don't have any real advertisers. Bookdigits.com. V-O-O-K-D-I-G-I-T-S.com. You can make your own account. If there's books that aren't there, you can send angry emails to the creator of Bookdigits. Oh, that's a sensitive subject because just an hour ago, I realized that no emails... To book digits had been working for the last three weeks. What? I was like, wow, I haven't received any emails to update books or change anything. I haven't even checked the Twitter. Have we got an angry tweet? I don't know. So apologies oh, out God. there if you sent an email. I just fixed it. But this is what you get when it's a, a single man website Excuse workshop. Me. with A married man with his very patient wife. Yeah. Um, My beta tester. Yeah. I like so yeah, start emailing now. Info at bookdigits.com. Um, so keep track of your to-read list. Keep track of how many books you've read in a month. Hopefully it's greater than zero. Yeah. Unlike one of the people sitting on this couch. I'm still close to my tracking towards my goal. I'm not. I'm like three books behind, four books mm, behind at this point because I had a bit of a slump as well. I even cheated and the, and Fence, which is a comic that I've been reading issue by issue. Yeah. The first like compilation mm-hmm. came up as a book. I even used so that. So you double dosed? What? No, I haven't. They You don't do it issue by issue. Okay, gotcha. I'm just saying, I said I read it this month, but I really have been reading mm. them over the course of the past couple months. But. Okay. Be better readers than us. Strive yes. to be the best. Or just be best. 
do you want to go into our newses? Because we brought up two newses just now for oh, me. Oh, I did? Okay. Be best. Are these good news or bad this is news? bad news. Okay, go. Bad news. Bad. Um, did you, you didn't see anything about be best? No. So I don't know. Is Melania, this an internet thing? No. Oh. First lady. Yeah. Her, she's decided what her like campaign Mantra thing is, is. going to be. What her issue campaign is gonna, thing or her, her issue, okay, like her yeah. um, thing that she's Michelle focus Obama on. cured obesity. Yes. Yeah. Um, via Sesame Street and Billy Eichner and Gardens. Gardens. Yeah. Um, apparently, Melania's is is cyberbullying. Right. That had, that had come out a, long, a while but, ago. But it's like beneficial now. Okay. And um, the slogan of it, like the title of it, is "Be Best." Be best. Not be the best. Not right. be your best. So they didn't run it through the be, grammar checker. Just be best. Hmm. Be be. Be best. Okay. Be best at what? Be who's best? Best at bullying? That seems counterproductive. Right? Hmm. Be your best, maybe? Yeah, definitely missing a word in there. Be best. Okay. What else did I bring up? Well, I kind of brought it up. About the tour. Um, people going on tour but not coming to Minnesota. Darren, Chris, Lee, Michelle on their love tour. Darren and Leah on their regular tour. It's a love tour. Um, I have something to say. I'm interrupting myself. <laughs> um, so Leah posted something on her Instagram, like an Insta story. And it was a Darren and Mia had sent them a gift for her engagement because Leah got engaged. Oh. Um, and it said, love daddy Darren and mama Mia. Weird. And I don't know if it's like mama Mia is meant to be a joke. So like the the combination with that is daddy yeah. Darren. It was real weird. I okay. was very uncomfortable about was it. Was Leah Michelle dating someone when she got engaged? She's been dating someone for a while. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Every time years. I've accused her of sneaking off with Darren Prince, you never mentioned that she had a boyfriend, oh. only that he had a girlfriend. She also has a boyfriend she has for a while. Okay. Doesn't stop everyone. Anyways, um, they announced that they were in... Um, expanding their expanding tour? Expanding their tour because yeah. the first dates had sold so well. And they're not, still not coming anywhere near here. The closest is Chicago. Minneapolis is a music hotbed, though. The closest is Chicago, and we've already done one trip to Chicago. We're not doing another one no. anytime soon. That was too long of a drive for it to be that often. Yeah. I, mean, it's, I guess it's kind of equivalent to New York from, from New Hampshire. It is pretty much, yeah. But we still didn't do that drive very often either. And things came to Boston generally. Right. Anyway, so that's another one of my bad news is, is that more dates, but not anywhere near us. Okay. Um, do you want to do some of your... I have more bad news. I have just a couple of quick things. Do you have any bad newses? Um, yes. Okay, go for it. Ties into one of our discussion points later on. Okay. Uh, David Price. Who is Pitcher he? Pitcher for the Red Sox. Good job. Previously, the Tampa Bay Race. Yeah, and a few teams in between. 42. Um, no, no one can wear number 42. That's, That's Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Robinson. Who it was? Yeah. 14. 14. Um. 14, David Price. So David Price missed a couple of starts with what was diagnosed as carpal tunnel syndrome. Okay. And what would you normally, what would a young athletic person potentially get carpal tunnel from? Are you trying to make me to make a hand job joke? No. I was thinking um, <laughs> computer. Yeah. Like, like old people get it, like from their mouse. So around the same game time. Boy. Is it from his Game Boy? So around the same time that he started getting injured, a story came out in the Atlantic talking about how David Price is the best Fortnite player in the Red Sox clubhouse. It's from a video game? He refuses to uh, admit or deny, but he also said now that he's back, he will stop playing Fortnite because it's become a distraction around the media, you know, the accusations. So he that hurt his wrist playing too much Potentially, his fingers, yeah. Yikes. So that, I consider that bad news. That's embarrassing is what it is. Mm. Um, I have two more serious bad news. Okay. The Nobel Prize for Literature is canceled this year. Yeah. It's like big news. Right. So this is the one last year that went to Bob Dylan, which I thought was ridiculous. Yeah. So I would not pay any attention to it anyways. But this is due to a totally different An internal situation. sex scandal. An internal sex scandal with the with the board who, de who determines the winner. With... Uh, someone who received funding from them has been accused of a lot of sexual assault on in their buildings, on their property. Yeah. And that person's wife is on the committee. 
and there are other people on, there was a lot of internal arguments on the committee of what to do about it and whatever. Mm -hmm. So basically the committee is in shambles. People have been either, you can't really quit, I guess, but you can like refuse to vote. You can recuse yourself or whatever. So, um. That really sucks for whoever would have won it. Yeah. And this is only the literature one. The rest of the Nobel winners are fine. Yes. They don't have any accusations. Okay. Um, and my other one is that Iceland is going to be hunting fin whales again. Why? I don't know. Do they want to? Hmm. Iceland, your reputation was going uphill a lot. Fin whales are my favorite whales. It's true. So, I was very upset to hear that. Okay. That was a downer. Sorry, do you want some good newses? Sure. Um, I have a smart segment we've set up. Um... I know the Bruins are old news now because they're out of the playoffs, yeah. but I still think Brad Marchand licking people is hilarious. That got you excited. It's hilarious. Like, they're they're always, like, talking about a go fight. They don't want too much fighting and all of this. So his, yeah. like, reaction to that is just to lick people. And yeah. we had to, like, send him an official warning to, like, please stop licking people. And I just really enjoyed, like, the serious media's reaction when they're like, yeah, this is just uncalled for. Like, this Unhygienic. type of behavior. Yeah. Like... <laughs> And he's calling the guys cute, and he just wants to cuddle, he says in his press conferences. So this is a very strange postseason for the Bruins, but I guess that would be a highlight. Um, Adele just had her birthday party. I thought you were going to say baby. Um, and it was Titanic-themed. Okay. Which seems like a very strange birthday party theme, but like... It's a little depressing. It was like Titanic the movie. Like she had, like had sets from the movie and like she dressed up in an exact replica of Rose. Uh-huh. Um, like in her Who was her dress. Leo? Did Leo show up? Mm, I assume her husband. Mm. I don't know. I didn't really see Leo. But it just looked like she was like living her best life. She was just having the best time. And she actually kind of looked like Kate Winslet. Rich people must have really cool birthday parties. Right? Especially if you want to like do something a little bit weird. Like not just yes. a expensive so cocktail like a cool party. party. Um, Rise was canceled. Oh, not, didn't even make it to the end of one season? Um, did I think it just didn't get renewed. Okay, we'll binge it over the summer. Oh my god, no we won't. Um. I'll jump in real quick, good news. Go. Um, AP Bio, though, did get renewed. I was, I was saving that for our upcoming. Yeah, that's fine. That's the only good news I had all week, so okay. I just sneak it in. Um, well, if we're going to talk about that, we can talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine then as well. Gosh, what an emotional roller coaster! It I did not feel it? any of the roller coaster. Um, I felt a little bit of it. I was a little bit sad that it was getting canceled because I think that the last couple of seasons have been pretty good and I like have gotten invested in some of the characters. If you had told me that Brooklyn Nine-Nine was on NBC already, I would have said, yeah, that's true. Yeah, when they said NBC picked it up, I was like, they canceled and then picked it up? And I was like, oh. Right, because it was an NBC show that they sold off to Fox, which Correct. doesn't make a lot of sense. Which is the, like, um impetus for going back there is they're saying oh we you know felt bad about selling this off yeah. or we've regretted selling it off so now we're coming back i saw a funny post that was like well nbc um this is like their bread and butter is like middling um my comedies that don't really go anywhere because like that was the parks and rec was the same thing where it was constantly like are they gonna is yeah. it gonna get canceled is it not going to they gonna give it a final season whatever so yeah. um I don't think it's the best show of all time, but I think it's an important show. I like the representation it has right now and the characters that are on it. And That's fair. And have tackled, tackled some, like, kind of tougher storylines. Yeah. So I appreciate that it's not just, like, Tim Allen again. Or, yeah. like, I appreciate that they're doing something kind of different and they have, like, a really good cast. So. Yeah, it's one of those shows where I wish, like, I could just watch the cast hang out for a half hour and, like, I didn't have to worry about a police storyline. Yeah. Because that's the only part that brings it down for me is, is like... The, the police procedural The actual all. police parts, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was quite an up-and-down roller coaster ride. The best mm. part was all the reaction gifts from the show people were using Yeah, I tried to read through your Twitter, really but there ones. was just too much. I didn't even retweet that many of them compared to what I saw. My there were three retweets of the Backstreet Boys cold open. Yeah, well, that's worth it. That's hilarious. <laughs> so won't it them away. Tell me why. Next. Um, next. Um, so I don't really care about the Met Ball. Yeah. But... Um, on Twitter, there was something going around of your Metsona, like what, like your persona, but for the Met Ball. So like what you would wear to, for this theme mm -hmm. and some really talented artists, like just were like jumping on it and like drawing their versions. And like some of the like artist sketches were like way better than the actual outfits so that were. Artists wearing. were describing themselves or other people? They were just drawing like what costume they would have worn if they got to They go. themselves. Well, I don't actually know. Okay. Or if they were to design one, I guess. 
but it was mm. really cool. The so, only one I clicked on was Tom Brady because he looked really uncomfortable in his whole yeah. getup. Um, if you go and look at um, the tag Metsona, M-E-T-S-O-N-A, mm -hmm. on Twitter, there's just some really, really cool sketches and art in like all different styles and people were like really creative about it. So it's really kind of cool. I had more fun like scrolling through those than I did of looking at the actual outfits from real celebrities. Well, soon we'll be there. Literary power couple on the rise. I don't think so. Um, and I had one more cool good news. This was just like a weird story that I came across, but this lady in New York named Sylvia Bloom, she was just like a secretary, like a paralegal or secretary or something in New York, and she passed away, and she, turns out she was like secretly rich and donated $8 million. Oh yeah, I saw that headline, didn't click it. Yeah, it was a really cool story, so mm -hmm. I'll share the story. Basically, she just, um was like a secretary, like a stock, oh, it wasn't a legal thing, it was like at a stock at a financial, place, a financial yeah. place, and she was just a very, very long time, like, personal assistant secretary there, and she, um, just kind of, like, quietly took, like, listened to their, like, advice on stocks and stuff like that, and would just, like, buy, whenever she placed orders for her, like, um, boss she would just like buy herself like five mm -hmm. shares of it or whatever to the point that like she did pretty well for herself and she didn't spend a lot of money on herself mm -hmm. she lived like in the same apartment her whole life and stuff so yeah she donated eight million dollars to um like scholarships for underprivileged kids in new york oh nice it's a much happier ending than the university of new hampshire story Which did one? you hear that a couple no. years ago one of the old librarians passed away and he had done a similar thing where he had just saved all his money lived in the same house forever had like $15 million and said he wanted to leave it to the university. I think that's how he wrote it. Okay. And they bought the new football field scoreboard with it and then tried to do a PR push saying, this guy loved football. And then there was backlash saying, this guy never watched a single game of college football. Yikes. Like they, maybe they put it towards a new... $15 million yeah, on a scoreboard? I, maybe it was like five or something, but... Yeah, it didn't go yes. to the library or anything else. Yeah, make like a library or, wing or something. So they got a lot of bad press yes. for that like two years ago. This was for scholarships. So Good. it's a little bit of a happier story. Um, one more just like weird news or news that I got related a weird news to last too. week. Um, Hamilton Exhibition. Did you see anything about that? No. There's going to be some sort of like... It's very confusing. Like traveling exhibition uh, like for a, Hamilton. I'm going to be able to see the original props. No, it's meant to be like a history museum, but like based on Hamilton, the music, Like the letters and stuff? I guess. Primary sources? I guess. But then it was saying they want it to be like an interactive museum, so you can like fake duel and stuff. <sighs> it was very confusing. When's the Hamilton sequel going to come out? When are we going to get... Never. Lynn has said never. Let J.K. Rowling into that fan fiction world. Lynn has said, Gosh. I trust Lynn more than J.K. Rowling. Oof. Strong words. Um, you ready for my weird it's news? Very strange. Yes. So yesterday, I had some mm -hmm. time alone at home by myself. While I was making us some money. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Did a little channel surfing. Okay. Ended up on ESPN One. The, the, the No. Yeah, you see where I'm going though. Okay. ESPN One primary. Was it cornhole? Yes. Someone at the birthday party I worked at yesterday was telling me about that, except he claimed it was on at 1 a.m., which makes a little bit more sense. Oh, maybe this was a replay then. I think it was a replay. But, they, but still, to put that on their primary channel. Mm -hmm. So yes, this was Cornhole, the barbecue, summer barbecue backyard sport. It's a competition now. And it was just the announcers. It was just like dodgeball, like the way they ESPN. take it so seriously. They had, they had terminology for things. Is he going to push here or is he going to airmail? What do you think? They had a color commentator. Oh my god! And it was just drunk college kids color commentating. No, the announcers were like taking it really seriously. The actual contestants were just like dudes in jeans. They didn't even have uniforms or anything. No, no, oh. definitely not. And it was just like, like the hot dog contest on July Fourth when they take when they act like competitive eating is like a serious thing. Like that's kind of tongue in cheek. That's funny. Yeah. This was like. Like, they're self-aware about it. Yeah. Like, do these people seriously, like, they study these cornhole athletes to know their tendencies. Sounds like it should have been your bad news, honey. Oh, my God. Just crazy. America. Okay. I can't avoid it any longer. We have to talk about... Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Now, you have about 30 notes to go through. I... So, I'll just kick us off and say, after seeing Civil War... I said, I'm done with watching Marvel movies in theaters, at least. 
I just didn't need to, I wasn't invested in it. It didn't do it for me. Yeah. I'd still occasionally watch one if, if you know, I heard it got good reviews. And I don't know what changed my mind. I do. Thor 3 and Black Panther. You dragged me to Thor 3, yeah. Was that worth it, though? That was fine to see that. Mostly for Matt, the Matt Damon scene. I watched that <laughs> movie for. Yeah. And yes, Black Panther I have no regrets about. But they sucked me back in with those two standalone movies. Mm-hmm. Would you like to see what my first note is? Did you? What's read your it? first note? Bennett was right. We should have stopped <gasps> after Black Panther and gone out on top. End the episode Bennett there. Bennett was right. End the episode top, there. Top so note. my boycott is back on starting now. Um. Yeah, I am not interested in seeing the Ant Man sequel. Not related, but I'm not interested in seeing Solo, and I might change my mind about it. The one I'm really not interested Jurassic in is... Jurassic World. Um, not interested. It's uh, Venom, or whatever that Venom, one is. Venom, not Ooh. interested. Um, these are my notes from directly after. Yeah, so, so I'll set the stage for people. Like, I've never tragic. seen Heather watch a movie quite like this. She was, yeah, it was just a very strange sensation sitting next to you. I actually almost walked out a couple of times because my legs were getting restless because it's such a long movie. And I was like, I might actually just go take a stroll outside. You didn't see me watch um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm. I It was a different experience, but I had a very visceral experience of watching that movie too. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit drunk, I think. Hmm. Um, no, this movie was... I like still feel like I have not quite got out of the funk from this movie. Like I left the movie theater just feeling so dejected. But even before the end. Oh no! Yeah. Um, my notes. I'm just gonna read some. Right. Of my I don't want to give I... people the impression that like you were just caught off guard by the end, oh, and no. that's where your anger um, lies. This movie was a full two and a half hours of fear and sadness. I did not enjoy any of it, aside from a few one-liners from Thor and Tom Holland. Yeah. Who even named the Infinity Stones? That's just <laughs> what were they? Time <laughs> so, soul. Um. See, there. Spoilers. Spoilers ahead. Sure. Um. It took us like two hours to get to Wakanda. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Um, I had heard from someone that a lot of it took place in Wakanda, so I was like, "Yeah, this is. We're gonna be there any second. I spent so much time rolling my eyes and or sighing at the screen. Those. That's what I was feeling next to me. Yeah. And, um, my biggest complaint is that it ruined. The two Marvel movies that I enjoy the best. Uh, Thor, like, immediately. Before immediately. even the opening credits. Like, literally, <laughs> cold open. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Like, first 30 seconds. Oh, it was cold. The first 30 seconds of it, it's like, oh, remember? Spoilers. Remember all those characters you liked at the end of Thor 3? They're all dead. What about the director's funny voice all guy, dead. too? Did he die, too? Everyone's dead. I don't know, because later in the movie they said half Some of them people, were dead. Well, yeah, half, 50% is a very important number in this movie. Like, you would think that since very they, their like, planet got just blown up, like, half of them probably died in that. Did you really have to half them again? Yeah. I don't you think You can that, definitely poke holes in Thanos' Thanos's math. Like, a lot of people, like, Hela, just, like, Hela, whatever, the sister in the previous movie, definitely killed half the population. Yeah. Like, why... Why did you have to ruin? Like, I can never even go back and watch Thor 3 now and have that same feeling. No. Because at the ending, when you're like, wow, they did it together. It's like, well, now you're all going to be dead in 30 seconds in the next movie. Yeah, I just, I don't. Why? I don't see the benefit in having it be the Marvel Universe. Like, for the first Avengers, I guess I understood it. It was like, wow, we've seen these characters in a few different places, and now they're all together. Yeah. But now trying to string... All of the movies interweave them in the same timelines and things. What's the point? Just because you can have some cool codas at the end where you get a sneak peek at what movie is next? Like, no. what benefit do you get from having them be side by side? I mean, I guess the whole point is that it's meant to be like this. It's not meant to be individual things that weave together. It's meant to be one storyline that's across these movies. I don't buy that, movies, though. But I don't buy that no. either. I don't think it It's works. a lot of individual stories, and then they get to a group one, and they say, let's somehow get this to fit together. And, like, character death spoilers here. Uh, like, Black Panther was ruined as well. Like, severe... Like, I'm shocked there's not more outrage from Black Panther fans about... Yeah. How they literally murdered that movie. Yes. <laughs> so, I just... The entire tone of the movie 
from that first scene. Like, you are not going to get me to laugh and enjoy a movie when yeah. the first 30 seconds is genocide of the my favorite Marvel movie. And they try to stick in one-liners even during the genocide yes. scene. Yes. Like, the, there were some funny lines, and the tone of them was just so ill-fitting with the tone of the rest of the movie that you kind of, like, maybe got a chuckle or, like, I stopped, like, having a frown on my face for a second mm-hmm. and then went back to it. And they were usually from Thor. Yeah. Spider-Man had a few good lines. Iron Man hasn't made me laugh since Iron Man 1. No. Um, the good parts that I... I wrote good parts with a lot of question marks, and this was well after the fact of the movie. But um, he looks like a pirate, pirate and an angel had a baby. Who? That was a good line. Thor. Oh, yeah. Um... And he basically, most of these are Thor, 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 um, or or Tom Holland, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, whatever. Oh, we're using our made-up names? I'm Spider-Man. That might have been the best line. So definitely anytime Thor or Spider-Man was on screen, Mm -hmm. not anytime, a lot of the times, they had some good lines. And Thor was just, I'm glad they continued a little bit his characterization or sense of humor from Thor 3. Yeah. Like he definitely wasn't, it wasn't the same tone as Taika Waititi, obviously, what he wrote, but Thor was still a little bit like, yeah, I don't know, a little bit silly, but fucked up. He but got his eye back very quickly too. Very they quickly. resolved that because yeah. Chris Hemsworth was like, I ain't doing this makeup every day. There was like a couple appearances that I liked. I liked um, when like Captain America and Black Widow and Falcon showed up in that first scene. Like I did feel a teeny bit of joy when they showed up. Black Widow had like three lines in the movie, correct? If that. Yeah. And then I liked when the women were all fighting together, Okoye and Black Widow and Wanda towards the yeah. ends. They had a cool one cool fight scene. That's all I've got. For That's all the positives. Pretty much. Oh, and Drax thinking he was invisible. That line was kind of funny. That oh, right. So, yeah. Drax is my favorite character in the Marvel Universe, I think, unequivocally. Yeah. So, yeah. Knowing that he might continue to pop up, I guess, was the only thing that kept me from going Walking on a walkabout. Out. Yeah. Um, That's rude. So, yeah. Um, I just... The the worst part about it, and um, I've talked to Elizabeth, previous guest Elizabeth, maybe future guest guest Elizabeth, um, about this a bit, but the worst part of it was just, like, they didn't earn the emotions that I felt. Like, they... But you, see, you were still feeling them. I wasn't even feeling them. I... I didn't... I would have felt more of them if I felt like they earned them. Like a lot you of just the emotion, felt them tugging. A lot the of the emotions seems to be hinged, uh, seem to be hinged on like, oh no, Vision has an infinity stone in his head. We don't want him to die. You didn't even know what movie he was. I on. couldn't remember who <laughs> Vision was, and I couldn't remember who the chick who loved him was either. But she Mary didn't Kane love Ashley's, Ashley's sister. until this movie. They just shoved that romance together at the beginning of the movie. There were like hints of it in the other movie, but that was not a mm. plot point in the other movie. They shoved that together at the beginning of this movie yeah. to then make you feel sad at the end. Okay, so could not care less about them. Mark Ruffalo, I really like him as an actor, but I absolutely hate him as Hulk. I thought it was I thought he was terrible in the Thor movie. I thought he was maybe worse in this one. He just didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. Way. And just like trying to be constipated Thor of constipated and Hulk. I don't know how much of that is his fault and how much of that is the writing's fault. Uh, the other thing is that we didn't see Doctor Strangelove, which seems like it may have been important. I guess so, because he manipulates time or whatever. That was one of those ones that, like, they super whitewashed it. Doctor Strange, like, goes to Asia and is meant to be this, like, Asian mythological. He's got an Asian sidekick, though. Isn't that good enough? He's supposed to be Asian. <laughs> um, so but I didn't yeah, see that. he seemed, like, really, really powerful, but only occasionally used his superpowers. Like, yeah. I think he could have gotten them out of a few more jams. Yeah. Well, so, in theory, he did. Because he's he obviously made the choices that he's made because he saw the future or whatever. Supposedly, um, there was so much torture. Like I feel like every major plot point that you were supposed to like feel like worried and stuff about was like was like Thanos torturing someone so that 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 other person would give up their information or their knowledge of the Infinity Stone or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why people kept falling for it it's like do you really think if you give it up he's just gonna like let you live right in those scenarios you can say anything he can't verify your information that moment 
Correct. Or even if he's trying to get you, he's going to kill someone if you don't give up the Infinity Stone. Don't give up the fucking Infinity Stone. He's going to kill half of the planet. Like, everyone just kept, like, giving up. And I understand that the point is, like, like, we can't turn into the people that we're fighting. Like, we have to take care of people that we love. But, like... at least Wanda was like fuck it I'll kill my boyfriend if it saves the universe Mm -hmm. and she made that choice everyone else was like no don't kill the sister that I've hated my whole life I'll tell you where the last infinity stone is even though I'm the only one that knows like what the hell just let your stupid robot sister die and he never would have gotten all the infinity stones yep yeah, a lot of the logic in the arguments or in the battles too, like the way people would win battles at the or end, it would be like... Or battles Star-Lord when they were about to have the gauntlet off and Star-Lord was like, oh my gosh, you killed Gamora? I could have never seen that coming. Yeah. Let me start trying to fight you now even though we're about to win. Like, what the hell? Yeah. What the hell? And Thanos was just such a boring villain to me. You disagree. I, you that's think... the one point I disagree on. He was the... He's he Joss was... Whedon, but purple. He... I don't... Where do you get that? Everyone call, was calling him Purple Joss Whedon because he kind of looked like Joss Whedon. Oh, in terms of looks, I was like, I've never heard... I know Joss Whedon's not a great guy considered anymore, but I didn't think he wanted to kill half of the world's population. No. I just thought that's what he looked like. Yeah, Thanos at first, I was like, okay, it's just a giant dude with some henchmen. Like, what's the big deal? But the more they got into it, I didn't really care about his backstory, but I kind of was intrigued by his politics, I guess. Like, he was not a typical villain. But- why were they trying to make him so sympathetic? And yes, he was a typical villain. There have been so many villains that are like, we're doing this for the greater good. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, but I don't, I just didn't understand why they were trying to like make us sympathize. It's like, oh, he actually did love this little girl that he adopted. It's like, fuck no, he didn't. Don't try and convince yeah, me I of that. Yeah, I really That's did bullshit. not buy that part. That is bullshit. I was going to like shed a tear over it. Right. Bullshit. And then, yeah, at the end when he gets his sunset, like the way the music is playing, it's almost like, you should almost be cheering for him? Yeah, it, it was strange. very strange. Like, they expected you to sympathize more with him. And it's like, he's literally a genocidal maniac that wants to kill half of the universe. There, Like, that's there's not a more black and white villain of, like, he, he just wants to kill a bunch of people. We can't let him kill a bunch of people. That's, like, the entire argument. And, like, I guess I thought his his politics were interesting in, like, the context of the Earth. Because... You know, people do have different takes on overpopulation and how to deal with it. Like, um, you but, didn't see Kingsman. No. But in Kingsman, um, the Samuel L. Jackson mm-hmm. is, uh, he's the villain. But that's his thing, too, is yeah. that he thinks, he wants to, like, kill a bunch of people because of overpopulation and because of global warming and whatever. Right. So I get it there in terms of the world. But Thanos is a, um intergalactic force. And he applies his 50% rule to every single civilization that he comes upon, which just strikes me as a little odd that he decided all of a sudden 50% of everything everywhere should live because resources are exactly that. He thinks it's short supply everywhere. Because of like certain elements and stuff in the universe. Yeah, it just seems like a very arbitrary rule. And is he going to kill 50? Like, it's not even humans. Like, there's different beings everywhere. What classifies as his civilization or not? I don't know. I, yeah, so I didn't find him compelling at all as a villain. I was very sick of just, like, everything being torture and then everyone being like, I won't tell you. Oh, okay, I will tell you. Just, like, I feel like that happened four times. Like, it was very repetitive. And... I just, yeah, the, the, I just felt so emotionally manipulated. Like, I know you said you didn't feel anything. Right. I was, like, resisting, and I didn't really care about Wanda and Vision's relationship. Like, that didn't really do it for me. But, and I thought I was prepared for some deaths, because there were, like, certain people that, certain actors that people were talking about, like, their contracts were up and stuff. So yeah. that I was thought I was prepared for certain deaths. But, spoilers again, when I thought that um, Captain America was going to die... I, like, had a really visceral, like, reaction. When in the movie was he close to dying? Towards the end, when Thanos, when they were fighting Thanos, like, the very last fight before Thanos got the stone out of vision. Mm-hmm. I, like, thought Captain America's cap was going to die, and I was like, like, I couldn't breathe. They had a day! And then, don't even, <laughs> too soon. And then, like, Iron Man, I don't really care about Iron Man or Tony mm-hmm. Stark or whatever, and, like... This movie did make me care a little bit about Tony again. Mm. Like, I just, I don't know why, but I just, like, when he, when I thought he was dying, too, I was having a hard time with that. So I thought mm. I was prepared. And then I was 
getting a little bit out of breath thinking some of these characters were going to die. And then the actual deaths. I Were they deaths? Whatever they were. Disintegrations. Um, once again, spoilers here for character deaths. Yeah, first of all, why the Voldemort floating up into dust effect? Mm. I don't know. Um, ash to ash. How dare you take King T'Challa? How yeah. fucking dare you? Leave Wakanda also, out of this movie. is Shuri okay? It was not answered, and that's mm. very important to me. And how... Maybe that's why she becomes... I was literally going, not Tom Holland. Don't take Tom Holland. And that's when I started ugly crying. Was when he said, Mr. Stark, yeah. I don't want to go. And right. like, it's, it's so manipulative. Like, why do you have that? Like, The that internet seems fascinated that's with not that even, line. That's not even, like, in character for him, I don't think. To say that. They said it was ad-libbed. It wasn't in character. I just... Like, why? That's just mean. Listen. And he's like the only character I liked. One of the two that I liked. We came out of the movie and you said probably the smartest thing you've ever said. Okay. Which is, did we just see a prequel to The Leftovers? <laughs> that has to be what it was. This is a crossover. Lindelof's on board. <laughs> because especially in the end credit scenes, it is exactly Leftovers. With yes, the, with, when with cars Fury are running into them each other. Nick Fury and planes uh, are crashing. Smolders, Smolders. Yeah. yeah. So that's what it is. So the leftovers. We finally figured out what happened in leftovers. It was yep. Thanos all along. It was Thanos all along. So, I know that we've spent time on this podcast complaining about other movies, like the new Star Wars movie mm -hmm. and things like that. But this one, really, I can honestly say, I like did not enjoy a minute of it, a full minute. I enjoyed a few seconds here and there mm -hmm. of maybe some one-liners or some silly things from some of the characters. I did not enjoy this movie at all. It was so just depressing from the first minute. And then that tone lasted throughout the whole movie. Mm -hmm. And you're just waiting, just like watching people get tortured and waiting for people to die. And then people do die. And then more people die. And at the end, half of the people die. And the only characters you care about die. And it just like you should just never love anything ever again because you'll mm -hmm. never feel happiness. That's how I felt when I left the movie. That is not how I want to feel when I go to the movies. Yeah. At all. I'm I'm shocked. There was no happy conclusion. There was no happy moment yeah. of like everyone coming together. There Well, oh, it's part one of part two. I'm surprised. Like I don't think it's gotten great reviews, but I'm surprised it's gotten any good reviews at all. Whether it's from fanboys or like film critics. Supposedly it does follow the comic to some that extent. That seems to be the only correlation. Which seems to be what people get most upset about is if it's bad and they can't blame it on a comic. Mm -hmm. So some people I think are just blaming it on the comic, like the source. But I just, it was just not enjoyable. Maybe it was too much of a comic book movie. Right. Because Black Panther did not feel like a comic book movie to me. Yeah. And Thor 3 had such a different tone yeah, I don't think that was a comic book. That movie. was not a comic book movie. Either. So right, I only so read a couple like articles. I only read a couple articles after seeing the movie, but one said, for people who read comics, like especially the ending, like that was to be expected. Like very frequently, comic books have to reboot all their characters so they'll all die, you know, in quotes, and then come back very soon. How dare you take Tom Holland away from me? So the last, my parting shot on Avengers Infinity sad War again. is it makes me very sad at how much time, career time, some really, really fine actors have wasted on the Marvel Universe. Especially... It pisses me off. Especially with like how little any of them actually got to speak or had any storylines. Like Because there were so many of them, they tried to shove like full plot points and full conversations into one line here and one shot here yeah. that... Yeah. So yeah, I'm not I'm not the hugest Cumberbitch fan, but he can do better than that. He can put his talents to more use than playing Khan and playing Doctor Strange. Love. Yeah. ScarJo. I think it's just Doctor Strange. It is. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're probably right. Um, ScarJo can do better. Ruffalo is like an Oscar-nominated actor. He can do better. Chris Hemsworth has more in him. Robert Downey uh, Jr. Robert Downey Jr. could do cool things still. Uh, Don Cheadle does not need to be in these movies. He mm -hmm. should not need money. Nope. 
Sebastian Stan, he can do better. Yeah. Tom Holland can do better. So that's my biggest thing is it's just to devote such a large portion of your career to these movies. Like, are you really going to look back and, and have be... this be the payoff? Yeah. Yeah, they're going to look back from their golden fucking bathtub. I think they'll still feel a little dirty about it. I think. Blood money. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm surprised more people haven't hated it. I've seen a lot of people saying, like, impressed, basically, that they went there. And that's the one thing that I will say is, like, they didn't sugarcoat it and they didn't try to give it a false happy ending. So I guess there's that. But I just, when I go to the movies, when I watch TV, when I enjoy media... I want to enjoy some part of it. It doesn't mean that I can't think. It doesn't mean that it can't challenge you or mm -hmm. can't be a little bit sad because life can be a little bit sad. But I just did not enjoy this at all. No. It's not a summer blockbuster in the sense And I am just feeling depressed expecting. again now just talking about it and thinking about it. Mm. Like, I don't expect every single movie, especially not every single Marvel movie, to like bring me joy as much as Thor 3 and Black Panther did. But I want to like not actively be hating it while Not wanting to it. be there. Yeah. Like I literally, we got out of the movie and I said, I wish I hadn't seen that movie. That is not a good movie. If if like 30 seconds in, I'm going, nope, I wish I wasn't here. And I, I wish I hadn't seen the movie. I wish I didn't care about being spoiled. And I, I wish I just hadn't seen it. <laughs> okay. So that's my recommendation. Don't see it. Wow. Don't see it. Okay. So if anybody is still listening mm -hmm. after that, thank you for listening to all of that. If you agree with us, send me some thoughts on Twitter. If you don't agree with us, why are you still listening? Now it's time for... Are you a witcher? Yes, so witcher? we are going to throw some vaguely connected to Avengers um, video game analysis yeah. in here. So you mentioned it earlier in the podcast. We are going to talk a little bit about Fortnite. Mm -hmm. um, neither of us are very good at Fortnite. We should throw that out there. No. So I only downloaded it about three weeks ago. I was away for the weekend. Yep. And I, I knew nothing about the game. I had seen a few headlines about it. Didn't click them, as per usual. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I understood I that... I still need to get you that shirt. Saw the headlines. <laughs> didn't click it. Cafe Press. Um, I understood that it was like a big game in the sense of, uh, like a watching community. Like people love to watch people play Fortnite, which okay. we can talk about a little bit more later. Um, so I understood that it was like an online, you know, group multiplayer kind of thing, but we haven't had any online multiplayer games for the new PlayStation we got. Mm -hmm. I, I used to play Call of Duty a little bit online, but... I don't know, having real people shoot at you always has scared me a little bit. So I'm never really super into those modes of games. But I was like, whatever, I'm bored. I'll download it. I'll see what all the fuss is about. So I loaded up and I actually almost deleted it five minutes after playing. Mm -hmm. Because I accidentally were promoting this new squad mode version where you play with a total of four people. And you have to kind of coordinate and work together to try to be the last squad standing. And I had not read up about this mode, so I was totally lost. I had no idea who was on my team, who wasn't. I was trying to shoot at everything, and no, nothing was dying. So I was like, this game is terrible. But I exit out, and I finally find the solo mode, which is what most people talk about, the yeah. uh, Battle Royale, where it's 100 people, last man standing, with a storm forcing you closer together. And then I was like, okay, I kind of get people's fascination with it. Yeah, I... I appreciate that it, like, goes by quick enough, kind of, that you can, like, try again. Like, it makes you... It's a little bit addictive that you're, like, I can And it's a better. great time waster because, like, each round, like, if you get towards the end is, like, a good 15 to 20 minutes, but it feels faster than that. So three rounds and an hour is gone. Yeah, and it's interesting that it's the same... I didn't realize at first same it's the map. same drop location or the same... Yeah. yeah, the same location every time, so you can a little bit... There's different resources, but the same, like, buildings and stuff. So that's right. The geography is the same. The geography is the same. So that's interesting in that you're rewarded a little bit if you play it a lot because you can kind of get your favorite spots or have an idea of where's the best place to start off with. Yeah. So uh, for it's people definitely a little bit like Hunger Games where you right. have to, like, find some supplies. It's kind of inspired by that, it seems. Well, Battle Royale was before Hunger Games. It's like a, um anime. Okay. 
So just to give some people who have no idea what we're talking about some context. So yeah, in uh, in Fortnite, like I was saying, there's 100 players. You all start off on the battle bus, which is a flying bus. And you get the opportunity to jump off the bus and like skydive sky down and then parachute down. So you get to kind of aim where you want to land. And then once everyone's landed on the ground, it's a free-for-all. Yeah. But you start with no guns, no resources at axe. all. Everyone starts with nothing. Pick Just an axe. axe to pick up materials, which you can then build, which I guess So is it's Minecraft for adults. The building part is similar so to Minecraft. So if you have a child, it's Minecraft for adults. It's very similar to the Minecraft building right. in that you can... I think in Minecraft you kind of start with nothing. So this mm -hmm. does start with some structures, but the building is kind of similar to Minecraft. And the building you can use to kind of get yourself supplies. Like you can build ladders and build bridges and stuff. Mm -hmm. But you can also use it to protect yourself... You have someone shooting at you, and that's what it's crazy to watch people do, people who are good at it, is like rapid fire build these houses and structures around themselves where mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, a wall here and a <laughs> wall here, and other people like three stories up. Yeah, so, so right. So a lot of people gather resources at first, but then you have to go hunting for guns because that's the only way to get rid of the other players. So once you have a few guns, you can start building up some security and stuff and, and move around. You, like I was saying before, this, there's a storm that l lowers the perimeter of the, the game field every few minutes. So you have to constantly so be on the move. forces players together and forces and prevents you from just like making a hideout and staying there and holding right. up there. And so when you kill somebody, you get to go loot all their stuff. But when they kill you, the camera switches to their point of view. And this is the first time in any video game where I've ever actually like sat and been interested enough to watch someone else play. Some of them are just so talented with the building and with shooting and like they get really cool resources and supplies yeah. that you've never seen. But before. I don't know if you realize like how popular video game streaming is. Like there are millionaires. Yeah. Yeah. Who just stream their own games and people will sit and watch. Mark did that for a while. Yeah. Mark plays. So it kind of failed because it takes them too long. But yeah, like, I've never understood that fascination. But here was the first time where I was like, "You've obviously I never been a girl in high school that wants to date a boy." Oh, and you just sit and watch them so play. So much time of just sitting and watching them playing. Go, gosh, you're reminiscing. No, I'm just saying <laughs> that's such a thing as like, oh, I don't want to play. I just like to watch, and you have to like sit there and like watch them play video games. Yeah, I still think that's a little different than logging in. And just purely watching someone play online. It is. I'm just yeah. saying. It's the same idea. So anyways, like you were saying, there are people who are ridiculously good. Like, I don't even understand what they're pressing on their controller. Like, they have no... Ch we, like, we have no chance against them. No. I'm very slow Although, I'm a terrible shot at every video game. I have come in third twice so far. I come in... I think I reached top, top ten. ten mostly times, because yeah. I'm very good at hiding. Yeah, so it seems like everyone else in the game's strategy is just to land in like a moderately populated place, find a gun, and try to get rid of a couple people. My strategy is go as far away from other people as possible, mm -hmm. get some supplies, maybe look at some cool trees. Find an underground some, place. Go into some houses, and then just move uh, into the next area, the next safe zone, and then hide until I have to move again. It's and an effective strategy. Me. I mean, I've gotten top 10 from it. Yeah. Um, but that was probably mostly just luck that nobody else found me and that the storm moved in a kind of yeah. helpful area for me. Um, but once there's an actual person, I've got no chance in a shootout. I almost killed that one guy that one time. You had a few good shots on them. It's tough. So, you have to be able, you have, the sound is very important because that's your only clue as to whether someone's yeah, close cannot, by or that's, shooting. I guess the biggest thing that's weird to me, which I guess is the point, you cannot see where the other players are in most video games. Like There's, you, right, you have map. some sort of map that shows you where the enemies are or something like that. And on this one, you don't like you just sometimes you just die and you didn't even see a person coming, yeah. or see or hear a person coming anywhere near you. So I understand why they do it that way. Otherwise, it would be way too easy to like hunt out other players. But it is a little bit scary sometimes when all of a sudden you're getting shot at and you don't know from where. Yeah, and so it is cool that. That it's 100% free. The Battle Royale version is. Yeah. If you want to pay for like the com the co-op version or whatever. Right. And I'm not interested enough to like pay for like different characters. Uh, and characters you don't and want to play as Thanos. Right. So that was the tie-in that apparently there's a Thanos character now, but he's actually terrible. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty cool game. 
I think I'm probably getting shot at by 13-year-olds, which is which is weird to think about. Well, you said you had the audio on at first. Oh, God, that was terrifying. I almost also uninstalled the game because of that, yeah. So, yeah, we're definitely not, like, a online gaming community Don't subscribe people. to our channel, no. Um, but it's fun to play once in a while. Like, it's, I like, I just like the running around finding stuff, building stuff version of it. So, mm -hmm. basically just Minecraft. Um, I don't, the shooting stuff makes me nervous. As soon as someone starts shooting at me, I forget all the buttons and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Um, but I'm enjoying just, like, the exploring bit of it. Yeah. And we've been really bad about our other game. We need to get back yeah. to it sometime. Yeah. It's just not, I don't know if it's going to get more fun as we go on, but. Horizon Zero Dawn, I've never seen a negative review about it. And I think part of the issue is that we played Witcher 3 first before it. But yeah, I'm not... It's just real sloppy compared to Witcher. I'm not like super desperate to jump back into that game. No, I mean, we've had some busy weekends, so we haven't had a lot of downtime to just kill an afternoon with some video games. But mm -hmm. we have to get back into it sometime, I guess. Mm. Once we get bored of Fortnite. Okay. We have any upcoming stuff? I have two. Okay. Um... We need a little jingle for our upcoming segment. Mary, we didn't even do it before Infinity War! Oh, yeah. Um, I thought I had come up with a good one for upcoming, and now I don't remember. Hmm. So, there's going to be a new Friday Night Lights movie? Yeah, saw this headline, Did read a little bit of it, and then I was like, this is just confusing. Friday Night Lights is already a very confusing universe, because there's a Billy Bob Thornton movie, which has nothing, no relation to the television series. Right. Um, I think I have the article here. So basically, Universal. anybody who wants to make content about high school football in Texas, like, is legally obligated to call it Friday Night Lights for some reason. Um, it's based on a book. The movie was based on a book. This is boring. Sorry. I was trying to read. This article is like why it's necessary, but it's just going through a lot it's of not. history first. It's not. So it's not going to have anyone from the TV show. I don't even know if it's going to be really connected to the TV show. Um, which we have to finish sometime. Which we have to finish sometime. We got to see Michael B. Jordan as a youngster. It's basically just saying that high school football has changed so much since like the book, the movie based on the book, the TV show based on the book based movie on the movie, based whatever, on the, yeah. that there's a lot else going on in football these days and high schools these days that it would be interesting if they like properly reboot it, mm -hmm. um, that it would be interesting to see how they tackle things like concussions and mm -hmm. staying in school and... Maybe they could revive the show Rise and turn it into a, oh, football, a singing football stop. team. Um, the other news I have is that Looking for Alaska is being adapted by Hulu, a John Green novel. Friend of the podcast. No, he's not. <laughs> his first novel, um, which has a lot of his more problematic themes in it. It's like a kind of boarding school um, book, and it's got like such manic pixie dream girl oh. trope in it, which is his problem in a lot of his books, mm -hmm. is like that, you know unattainable weird girl like paper towns did you read paper towns no I've, I've watched the movie uh from someone else's airplane tv screen but that's it it's the same thing with, it's like the same plot as paper towns so in paper towns they're like friends in high school and he's obsessed with this neighbor girl and she runs away and um he's obsessed with like how quirky she is and whatever mm -hmm. and this looking for alaska is similar where it's like there's a boarding school and there's this one like strange kind of girl and she goes missing and the one boy is just like obsessed with her is her name alaska Yes. Okay. I don't get... I don't understand the Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Why is it a bad thing? Because it's usually from the point of view of a male character who, like, obsesses over the idea of a girl and not the actual girl. Huh. So it's, like, this idealized version of, like, a quirky girl. And they're saying that that person doesn't actually exist? Correct. Or like, within, the, within the content, it's misplaced it's the perspective of it it's that they they're not seen as like a real person with real thoughts and feelings or whatever they're seen as this like idealized version or this like detached version hmm. of a of a girl okay i think is the best way to explain it and it's usually male writers i would guess 
Yes, it's usually <laughs> male writers writing about this mysterious girl. And it's like, why don't you just like get to know the girl? Right. Um, and instead it's just like, this girl, she's crazy and I love her. And it's, it, yeah, it's just a little bit demeaning hmm. towards women. Are you Googling it for me? Yes, from tvtropes.com. Uh -huh. It says, uh, A manic pixie dream girl is a character who exists solely in the fevered imaginations of sensitive writer-director to teach broodingly soulful young men to embrace life and its infinite mysteries and adventures. So she's just a, a set piece to help the male character... Grow. Hmm. And, like, like the to, to move the plot along. Like, it's like the first example of it. Does it have a list? Like, is it a more recent thing? Um, let's see. Natalie Portman in Garden State. Did yeah. you see Garden State with Zach yeah. Braff? Mm -hmm. Um, okay. I mean, it says the earliest archetype is Catherine Hepburn's character in Bringing Up Baby in 1938. Mm. So it's basically just Before this, like, this quirky, like, wild free spirit woman who, like, teaches a lesson to the male character because he just, like, has to be, like like do something crazy because the girl does it or he like like in um paper towns mm -hmm. he like follow he like skips school with his friends and like follows like a map to try and find her across the country and it's like mm -hmm. the only time he's ever skipped school and done something crazy with his friends so like the point is they're supposed to be looking to save this girl who they think is hurt or something mm -hmm. and but really it's like he grows as a character because she teaches him that he can just like be impulsive once in a while you know but like Zoe Deschanel's character, well, from 500 Days, 500 Days of Summer, would be yes, but New Girl would be no, because she's actually a character. She's her own character and has agency. 500 Days of Summer, she's just a quirky, weird, mysterious thing. Yeah. Hmm. Um, almost Famous, did you see Almost Famous? One time, a long Kate time Hud ago, yeah. Kate Hudson. Mm -hmm. Like, she's kind of like the fun groupie that like... Yeah. Um, yeah, Garden State... Zoe Deschanel and Yes Man? I don't remember seeing yeah. that. Zoe Jim Deschanel in 500 Days okay, of Okay, I called that year. one out. I get credit. Um, Paper Towns, Cara Delevingne. Delevingne, hmm. that's the one I was thinking. Um, Love and Other Drugs, did you see that one? With Anne Hathaway? Yeah. You see her boobs in that one, yeah. Well, Anne Hathaway. Okay. In that one. But I think, yeah, I would say 500 Days of Summer. Um, so. what, is the, what is the etymology of the term? Like, I don't get the manic pixie part. Because um, she usually has a pixie cut? No, I'm not sure where the name comes from, actually. Okay, next week, folks. Um, retraction of the term. No, he wants to retract it. I don't know. So basically, it's a character who would, like, it doesn't exist of her own merit and basically only exists to move the plot point forward or to, to be character growth for the, the boy mm -hmm. in it. And, like, he, instead of trying to figure out who she is, he kind of is just like, oh, she's so crazy. Mm. What a... What a wild free-spirited person but like doesn't actually try to see her as her own person like she doesn't have really her own agency or her own storylines she's just used as a plot device for his growth got it anyway so that's how we feel about looking for alaska so i'm a little bit Hulu concerned yeah hmm. to see how they'll interpret that okay so we'll see um that's all i had all right did you have any other comments, thoughts, upcomings? It's summertime. What can I say? It is summertime. We made it. It used to be back in the day that like TV shows were winding down and it was like a big deal, but it's not the like case anymore. anymore. No, not with Hulu and Netflix and Yeah. It's a different world. Thanos is coming for us all. Oh my gosh. We gotta end this episode by going, Heather, I don't wanna go. <laughs> I'm fading away. Okay, bye. What? What? Follow us on Twitter oh, yeah. at DD Get Down. I'll try and post some links. You can follow me at Heather324 on Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, let us know what you thought about the episode, except if you're mad at us about us not liking Avengers. In that case, just ignore it. No, um, I urge people to try to explain why it was a good movie. Please do. Okay, if you want to do Please that, go to at Bennett Gavrish. <laughs> you can put that on his Twitter because I don't want to read about it. It's not going to uh. convince me. Um, and this should be the last time you hear about an Avengers, uh, ensemble film from us. Yeah. Because I think, I think I'm finally, I finally convinced to be done. Okay. We'll see. I might have to see what happens in Infinity War 2, though. I'm not going. I don't know. It's still too fresh.
We'll decide later. All right. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Peace out. You gotta get down when they get down. Well now, get down, get down, er, get down, whoa, whoa, get down, er, get down, whoa, whoa. Maybe we can talk our neighbors into doing the same thing. Get down, get down. Get down.